This, this is a song because this is the official song of my love life. Another one bites the dust. Because nothing lasts more than seven days. It's like milk. Maybe three weeks max. Anyway, what's up, kids? Uh, I always have to turn it off before I start singing. So I'm like scared that like the ghost of Freddie Mercury is going to come appear. back and sue me. Yeah. Come <laughs> appear and try to date you. Yeah. that be. I wish. I don't even care that he's gay. I think he's so sexy. I almost feel like having a gay husband or boyfriend is more fun. You know? I, I don't know because... Oh, I shouldn't even say this. God, we jump right into it. I don't know because sometimes I thought my ex might be gay. Mm-hmm. He's not, though. I think yeah. he wasn't gay. I think I just broke him. But right. he, but it wasn't fun because I always wanted, like, hotter, wilder sex. Yeah. Do you think he's had a phase since you? Um, I don't know, but I'll tell you something funny. Like, when I was married. You were married? I was married for 10 years. Oh, yeah. man. By the way, guys, before I even get into this, I should introduce my guest because this is kind of funny so my guest today is someone who i've kind of known you like more through social media so funny we met at an audition though do you remember that we did it was that seth rogan thing right i honestly don't even remember what it was for it was like some show that he was doing for like fox or something like that was it a talking head kind of thing or was it acting no it was acting it was acting it was definitely explains why i didn't get it yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I'm like, we met at an audition that neither of us booked, which is like no how we call meet back. Everyone. Yeah. Hard no. Yeah. For both. But I remember meeting you and uh you said you were on mad tv i think yeah. or somehow it came up that i did stand up and you knew adam ray i think i recognized you because you're friends with adam or you're like on the stand-up scene and that so i was like hey you look familiar and then that's right and then i was complaining about how much i hate auditions and how weird they are and then i don't know we got into talking and then you said you were an actress and then anyway i realized she's on mad tv with adam ray which yes. is so cool i, I, I want to hear all about it i love adam He's too. the best. He really is. He's the best. He looked so good the other night at the comedy store. He did. He's been working out, I think. Adam goes through phases where, like, I see him and I just think he's, like, cute and adorable, like, friendly teddy bear Adam. And then I see him and I'm like, God damn. That's like, he looks Adam. so hot. I yeah. know. I know. I think he... Yeah, he like, was killing it the other night. Yeah, he really did look good. He also, I think, has a lady. Does he really? Yeah. Ooh. She was there. Oh, no. Is it yeah. new? I think it, it. it's relatively new. He's going to get so mad at us for talking about this probably. <laughs> Whatever. The point is, I approve. She was super sweet. Really? Yeah. I wonder if it's the person I'm... Well, I'm not even going to... I haven't seen we're Adam not, in a while. We're not here to talk about Adam's love life. Yeah, so but we don't know if Adam has a girlfriend for whichever girls are listening that may or may not currently be dating Adam. We confirm nor deny. I don't know. But there was a cutie hanging around. That's all I can Oh, God. Say. Oh, God. Could you imagine if Adam does have a girlfriend and that's not the one that was at the comedy store and now we just blew his cover like we just ruined adam's love life i feel like he's such a good guy i don't think that that would be an issue i don't think adam would ever cheat if he was with her no yeah adam ray is a fantastic person and if you happen to be dating him you're very lucky all right moving on (laughs) moving on (laughs) she's all nervous i'm sweating by the way (laughs) i just got very sweaty talking about that so anyways guys i have mad tv actress uh and you're a stand-up now you're doing stand-up right yeah i'm back in the game i was before mad tv i was kind of like a bootleg stand-up you know i was like doing like the oyster house and like just like little dive bars. Where's that show? How valley. do I get booked on the oyster house? I'd oh, like. you just show up. You just show up and put your name in a hat. <laughs> the same way you get on everywhere. Just right. Throw your name in a jar and pray. Basically. Yeah. So I was doing lots of bringers like 
it, but like maybe two years ago. Yeah. 20 end of 2015. So I was doing those and then, um, I kind of like gave it a rest for a little and then mad TV happened. And then it's just been like a year since then. And now I need something to do because we're moving networks or mad TV is like, we're not, no one knows what's happening. No one knows what's happening. So, um, I need something to fucking do. So I'm like, let me get back on stage and just go for it. Dude. I think it's smart. And also it's just like visibility in this town. You never know who's going to be there. I've gotten work off doing shows, you know, and it's like, it's a smart thing to do here. So guys, anyway, my guest today, she's beautiful. She's adorable. She's talented. She's hilarious. It's Carly Craig. And you guys can find her at Carly Craig. It's Carly with an i-e-c-a-r-l-i-e craig on instagram and twitter and you're working on a one-woman show you said this coming out i am i'm so excited i did it in new york well i did like a different kind of version of it in new york city last year again speaking to being bored after mad tv was done shooting i was like i just need something to do so i went to new york and was there for a month and like i was kind of in between places to live anyway so i was like fuck it i'm just gonna go and book a theater and then make up a show and so I did and it went so well but the, like the main thing that I took away from it is that the audience really responded to the, the songs that I wrote rather than songs that were already written that I just performed oh. so this show is going to be all original songs and you know oh. kind of talking about the different crazy things I've gotten into being in LA so far oh my god people have no idea it's, it's I just got I just talked to a, a lit agent about writing a book and we were talking about different concepts for the book and I started just telling like random stories about my first year in LA and they were like that's the book like people don't realize how much crazy shit happens especially when you come here as an as an as a performer as an entertainer yeah but when you come here from where are you from I'm from Florida so I'm from the Midwest it's like Mm, the cultural difference is just it's hilarious I remember my first week in LA I saw a homeless guy pushing a Ferrari through Beverly Hills. Like the Ferrari had broken down and whoever drove it had recruited this poor homeless guy to help him push it. And it was the funniest photo because it was like in the middle of Beverly Hills, I took a picture of this guy pushing Rodeo this. Rodeo Drive. Yeah. And I was just like, this is the weirdest place where you see homeless guys next to Ferraris. And I just, really hope the Ferrari owner gave him like a hundred bucks. Like a house. Yeah. Or a house. <laughs> or a place to live. I know, right? Or a job. Just anything. Yeah. Really. A least. nicer cardboard box. Yeah. So, well, that's so cool. So you're going to do that out here. I love that. I'm excited. Yeah. So that'll be in January. I'm um, trying to figure out still which venue, but it'll likely be at the Colony Theater in Burbank. So I'm stoked. So guys, look for that. And if you're listening to this, uh, I'm plugging things at the beginning because I I realized recently that probably people, a lot of people turn it off before the end or get to where they're going. Then they don't know what's going on. So I do want (laughs) to say I'm headlining the Reno Laugh Factory coming up here November 28th and 29th. So come out and see me. If you can't make one of those two nights, then I'm going to be there the rest of the week opening for Dom Herrera. He's coming up on on Thursday, the 30th of November. So get tickets, bitches. I feel like I've never been to Reno. Uh, well. What's it like? It's. <laughs> it's Reno? Here's the thing. I don't. I've only been to downtown Reno, like where the club is, because I've worked it before. And downtown Reno is really weird because it feels like the town is in a time warp that hasn't moved since like, I don't know, maybe like the 50s. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. Last time, all the casinos like look like they haven't been updated since then. Right. But it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it's not in a bad way. It's just... I saw a lady. It's like a time capsule. Yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah. Like I saw a lady in Reno 
and it was like this little old lady she was probably like 85 and she was pushing a walker and she had on like those white knee-high socks mm-hmm. with like the kid sneakers and like a moo-moo kind of dress and she was licking an ice cream cone and I took a photo of it and I swear to god I was like this could be a photo from like 1955 just but it- on her way to the hardware store yeah she was just like hanging out on the downtown street. Reno <laughs> picking up some paint so she could paint her front door and mailbox yeah so have you but then like i have a friend who does business in reno who goes to reno all the time and he like loves reno and he's like it's so cool so i know there's like some parts that i'm that i haven't been to that are probably like the hip modern part of reno i just don't know five percent of reno (laughs) has yet to be explored by kq yeah that's what i'm saying so i mean in my experience reno's you know weird but it's fun there's a river i do remember i went swimming in a river and that was fun that's all i really remember there is a river. There's usually a river. There's in a Reno town. River. Is I know there... that much. <laughs> oh, is there really? You know that? No, I don't. Oh, you're just making. I love that. There's a the, that the fact that there's a river is like the thing that stands out to me. Even right. though there's like usually typically some body of water everywhere. That's the landmark. To That's you. it. To me, it was. I remember t- walking on a river, and it was cold, and I still went swimming. That's all I remember. Well, I guess you can look forward to swimming that weekend, right? I'm excited. I'm really excited if anyone wants to swim in the river for it's Thanksgiving. It's hot in Reno in November, right? Uh, I think it's I think it's probably no. No? <laughs> I don't know. I know that Reno it's in Nevada. Yeah, but it's not far from Tahoe. Oh. It's like an hour and a half from Tahoe. I'm not Listen to how not educated we are about like, American geography. I think that there's a mountain near said river. We're like, I think it's cold in certain parts of the we U.S. Assume at certain times of years. I don't know when. Um, I really need to travel. I really need a cocktail. Is it too <laughs> early to start? It's like 4 p.m. I, I love that you came over and I didn't. You're the first guest I've ever had that I didn't offer alcohol to. By we, the way. I mean, I will drink alcohol. I assume that only it was had too coffee early. Today. Do you want? Uh, I have tequila if you want some tequila. Oh, yeah. Let me mix it with my liqueur. Okay, let's pause. We're going to mix our liqueur with tequila. We'll be back. Hold up. Uh, this is this is way better. Now we are back. Now we're back. Cocktails in hand. I already feel I have one sip of it, and I feel instantly happier. <laughs> I think that makes me an alcoholic, but I'm not sure. I don't it's, know. I'm half Canadian, so I think that's just how my <laughs> body you, works. How are you half Canadian? One parent's Canadian? Correct. I love that. He I'm, migrated. He said, my dad, okay, so my dad, when he was like 19, he grew up in Toronto, like a... Where do you go? Thornhill, Ontario, okay. which by coincidence, Avery is from, um, do you know Avery Pearson? Pearson? Yeah. He's from my dad's like suburban Toronto town. Avery Pearson, for people who don't know, is like a comedian actor guy out here. He's Music, very funny. Musician. musician. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, and we, he was wearing a Toronto like Blue Jays hat and I was like, oh my God, are you Canadian? And then I found out he was from my dad's hometown. So when my dad was 19, he just decided he hated the cold and he was like, where's the warmest place I could move? And he just split and moved to South Florida. No way. (laughs) Fort Lauderdale. That's hilarious. That's it. So he's like, fuck Canada. And then just started teaching tennis and that's all he's done. Your dad teaches tennis? He's a tennis coach. Do you know I'm a huge tennis player? (gasps) Do you play? play. You would kill me though if your dad teaches. I was a counselor. No, no, no. I'm not like, I'm not a pro by any means, but... He what? actually no You're I'm, not a pro tennis player slash comedian actress. It's funny. He he was actually very disappointed because I was such a theater kid. I was his firstborn only daughter, you know. Aww. And he's like, "Come on, you know, like like sometimes I would I would split time. I would go to theater summer camp and then his tennis camp in the summer. Um and then I actually wound up teaching tennis like 
in 2011, I was a counselor at like a sleepaway camp, but they didn't have room in the theater department. So I was like, I'll just be a tennis coach and hang out with all the theater people. But it was a theater camp. No way. And nobody wanted to take tennis, but I like wanted to be at the theater camp as a counselor. Is that how you ended up like into theater? Then you were there and you were like, I'll just do this instead. Well, th- I that was kind of like while I was in college, but I, I've done theater since I was like You're seven, little. since I was little. And so I was always like wanting to be in the air conditioning. And my dad was like, come to tennis camp. And I'm like, dad, I want to be at theater camp. It's so funny because I loved sports and playing outside growing yeah. up, but I was also always always wanting to move to LA and be yeah. in show business but yeah. like I we have to play tennis I we have I to play playing. I don't have any girls I play with none it's happening all right it's on that'll be good it's on. I always play with guys guys always use tennis to date me because really? guys yeah every guy hits me up and goes hey we should play tennis I play and then we get out on the tennis court and I realize they don't play at all they and suck. it was an excuse and then I get more angry and I'm like this was a waste because I only play for the workout I don't play really like to socialize and I don't care about really like winning I just want to work out have you ever thought about joining a club out here because I thought about that a like, tennis club yeah like to join a club you need money for that yeah that's true <laughs> I, I guess that is why I've never joined one. I've never joined Been any hurt. club that costs money. Um, I'm trying to think about the closest thing, I guess, would be like Botox Club. Right. That's not really a club. But that's there like- are, well, there are some, some like clubs or, or uh, more public clubs here that you go for, you pay like 10 bucks on a Saturday and you can do like games and, and like play with other people. That's a good idea. You know what? I like know what you're talking about. Socialize. I did join a soccer club for a minute. There you go. There was some website. Oh my God, this was years ago. It's I, like when people do like rec softball. Yeah, I should do it again. But tennis. I forget the name of this website. There's Because I love sports. I yeah. love all, I love to play sports. Like awesome. I like to play football. Like I'm such a tomboy. People don't it. know this. Like I love to camp like I love to roll in the dirt like, right on yeah. experience the world I know I should show more of that on my Instagram people just think that I just like to put on makeup but which I don't I don't even I didn't even do today if you guys <laughs> could see me I look like I definitely look, look like amazing the butch half of a lesbian couple but but uh you're slaying thank you but I joined some club online and it was basically like it would tell you where all the different sports like meetups were and you would go and you would just pay for one at a time so like if you wanted to play basketball at night you'd pay five bucks you wanted to play soccer you'd pay five bucks and then i would go play soccer and i would pay five it was fun was that out here yeah i gotta find it i forget what it was called this was when i first like the first year after my divorce like five five years ago or something like that got it got Mm. it wow that's anyway enough about me let's talk about you (laughs) yeah um let's talk about you there are a few things that we're going to talk about regarding me because I have to update the people, but I want to talk about this on your end first. So sure. Are you single by the way? I am in a fresh, amazing, new, healthy relationship. Aww, it's great. What is that like? <laughs> it's wonderful. No, it's, it's great. Like we, we connected, um, this year in like January and now we live together. Shut up already. Wait, I know you, you connected in January. Yeah. Well, I guess we connected in December, but we didn't actually meet in person till January. That's so similar. I slid in that DM. Did you really? I really you did. You DM'd him. I did. And it worked. He was following me. I was following him and I saw him. He kept like liking my pictures and I thought he was super handsome. And, um, I was also kind of a fan because he's an actor too. And he used to be like on a Nickelodeon show, like back in the day. No way. Yeah. He was on all that. 
like um can i know who he is or can you not say who he is yet no i can who is it he was ear boy his name is josh server okay i don't i watched that show but i don't he was on it with like keenan and kel and danny tamborelli and oh i gotta look him up yeah he's i love that show he's wonderful and so talented and so funny and like loki was my childhood crush which is sort of weird to think about but like that is so amazing that that happens in la well the fact that he was liking all my pictures i was like there's no way like Wait, let me, and then I like, I think I was party, I think it was like Christmas Eve at my house and I was just kind of like tipsy. And so I um, DM'd him and I was like, yo, I see you liking my shit. What's good? Shut up. Texted him a selfie of me. Like. What kind of selfie? Tell me about it. I had like my hand under my chin and was like, yo, what's good? No way. Oh my God. I love this story. This is the best story ever. Yeah. And then he wrote me back and then like we started shooting the shit and then he asked me for my number and then he got back in town and he asked me out and then we went on a date and actually after the first date, I was like, probably never going to see him again because I thought he was kind of annoying like I thought he was like way too positive and like happy but then by the second (laughs) but by the second date I realized he's genuinely that good of a person he's just happy he's just happy he's just like a great it's such a comedian's nature for you to be like this guy's too happy I can't fuck with I really yeah I was really skeptical because it didn't seem genuine yeah I know what you mean but then by the second date I was like like I I we went out and I like went to his place and like saw how he, you know, has like affirmations, affirmations written down and stuff. And I was like, oh, you actually do like a lot of inner work. And that's pretty amazing. I love that. Yeah. I feel like someone like that you can grow from. Like they can be a good influence. Definitely. He's, he's helped transform. I have so many life. questions about this. Yeah. Okay. About because, a healthy relationship. Well, not just a healthy relationship, but, but because I mean, you, all right. There's been guys who have followed me, who like my stuff, who are guys that I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. Two in particular I can think of just off the top of my head. One, I like geeked out about so hard. I talked about it on here. I was like, this guy, I like his stuff all the time. And he messaged me, thanks for liking my stuff. It means so much to me. And I wrote back something like, of course, I've been a fan of yours forever. And then he wrote back and kept the conversation going. And I wanted to be like, let's get together. But I feel like if I date a guy I'm a fan of, I'm afraid I won't I won't put them through the same like I won't hold them to the same standard as a regular like I'm I don't know I if I could do mean. it. Yeah. So like I never I should have said to him, let's get a drink sometime. But instead, I was like, if you ever want to come to a show, let me know. Which to me is like, I would never do that to a guy I want to date ever, ever, ever. Right. I don't want them at my shows ever. So then he was like, okay, cool. And I think he thought that was like a blow off. And then we never talked again. Oh, man. You got to DM him. I don't know what to how. All right. After this, I'll follow him and then I'll DM him (laughs) for you. You can't do that. No, I can't do that. But the thing is, he also, he sleeps with a cat. That's kind of the other deal breaker for me. I can't date a guy that sleeps with a cat. cat. Are you allergic? One, I'm allergic. But even if I could, like, I'm not deathly allergic, but I am allergic. But if I took, like, a Benadryl, I can be in the room with it. But you don't want to be doped up on Benadryl 24-7. No. And I don't want, I can't have sex with a guy that sleeps with a cat. No. There's something weird about that to me. Yeah, so maybe it was it wasn't meant to be. But it's happened more than once, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm impressed. I can pull up our conversation. I think it was he like we started talking and flirting and then he was like going to see a movie while I was talking to him and then he eventually asked for my number. It's so funny because then once we were in text, then he asked me out. 
So it was like, it wasn't like he asked me out in the DM. That's so, yeah. Well, you know, I was just dating a guy who I just talked about it on here last week because it like imploded and it's done. Guys, I'm really proud of myself because I'm not, I mean, granted, it's only been under a week, but I'm not texting him. That's I'm re- wonderful. I'm replying. Yeah. Because I'm a nice person, but I'm not going to sleep with him again. But the point is, this guy is an actor and he's a well-known actor, but mm-hmm. I haven't seen like almost anything he's been in. Like for, I don't know how, I don't know if I was in a bubble at the time when a lot of his stuff was coming out. Cause all my friends are like, how have you never seen his stuff? And I'm like, I just, I just never even heard of some of it. Right. It's weird. But anyway, are you going to do your research? No. Well now it's done. Right. But right. I never did because I have a thing in LA about not Googling people I date. That's a good idea. Cause I don't want to know. Yeah. It's like a lot of times if you Google some, like I Googled myself one time and there's a story about, there's a guy who was on The Bachelorette who I went out with twice. We never dated. We never even kissed. We went out twice. And then I thought he was like super douchey. And then I kind of made fun of him on a podcast. And then we had a big thing like because he got angry. But he deserved it. He was like douchey. But whatever. Right, right. Point is, we never dated. But now if you Google my name, like he's one guy on the internet that they're like dated, former Bachelorette contestant, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, we never even dated. So that that's why I don't Google people. Yeah. Because you don't know what's real. Yeah. You know? You also, don't want to know. Yeah. Yeah, this is the... This is your conversation? That's so you, the picture I sent. You said, I see you liking my shit. Huge fan. I love that you said you're a huge fan. And then he said, seen some of your stuff really funny and talented. That's like exactly what happened with me and this musician that I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. Well, maybe I should just ask him out. Who cares? I can Maybe Go I can get him it. to put the cat in the living room. Yeah. It was... Know. Yeah, I know. Get get him to uh, put the cat up for adoption and maybe it'll work. <laughs> I don't know. So wait, but before this guy, so you're in a thing with him, which by the way, you met him in January and you're now living together, mm-hmm. which tells me that when you, like if a guy doesn't commit to you in six to nine months, you got to move on. Right. Because I met the guy I was dating right around the same time. And then he's still like, I date women for years without committing. And I'm like, kill me. So that's it. You moved in with him right away. Yeah. Well, yeah, it wasn't too immediate, but the thing was, it was kind of a long distance relationship at the time because he was in Marina Del Rey and I was in Burbank. (laughs) So something had to change if we were going to make it work. For people who don't know, that's about 15 miles. Yeah. It's 15 miles, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Some days it would take me two and a half hours to get to his place. Yeah. And so finally... Like his lease was up, I think at the end of May and we were like, all right, so like, are we doing this? So he wound up moving to a place in the Valley. Oh my God. He's in love with you. He left Marina Del Rey for the Valley. He did. Guys, Marina Del Rey is like vacation resort land. I lived there for years. It's amazing. It's like on a Marina. It's two blocks from the beach. He left that to move to the Valley. So he's in the Valley and then my living situation wasn't working out in Burbank. So... And, and when, when he was looking at the place, I was like, yeah, you know, like down the road, we all move in in like maybe two years, right? Like, but then my situation wasn't working out and I was like, you know what? Like we spend all of our time together. There's really no point in paying like rent in two separate places. So like, should we just live together? And so you brought it up. We, I, I can't remember who did. I feel like it was me. I think it was like, I was unhappy with my situation. And so I was kind of like you know what could be an option and then he was 
a hundred percent receptive to it. How long have you been living together? So now we've been together. We've been living together. What month is it? November. I think I moved in in July. Did it change anything? Has it got better or better. worse? Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's gotten a lot. I know. It's so. Do you have as much sex? Yeah. More? Same amount. Like, I mean. This is fascinating to yeah. me because I haven't lived with a guy really since. I mean, I was married. And then the first guy I dated after my marriage, we didn't technically live together, but we spent almost every night together. Like I had mm-hmm. keys to his place, like that kind of thing. Since then, I haven't lived with any guy. And now I've lived alone so long. The idea of moving in with a guy like terrifies me. Well, I, before I met him, like I had a year of being single, but before that I was with my boyfriend for five years. Oh, wow. So I loved the companionship and like I had moved, he, I met him in college and then we both moved out here and I lived with him for the first two and a half, three years that I lived in LA. And so I loved that I had that support system. So the year that I was single was kind of a hot ass mess because I also like had to learn how to be on my own and like that's how I've been for four years <laughs> I like that yeah. you got through your mess phase in a year and right. I'm like still learning to do laundry my car is a bicycle your place looks great it's very tidy well that's because you cozy. were coming over I was on, prepared I was on the phone with my mom I go I started doing the podcast at my apartment so I have a reason to clean my apartment like that's, that's it that's actually kind of a good way to stay motivated you know what I, mean? I try to have somebody over here once a week so I'm forced to clean it otherwise yeah. the place get like I'm a disaster well I'm a I'm a hot ass mess too so this is why I like living with him because he's very organized. Mm. So I'm kind of like training myself how to be organized and tidy. And I, I like love it. And now it's like sort of rubbing off on me. Like he has mild OCD, which is fine, but like he is so organized, so neat. Like everything has to be in a certain place. And so, um, for me, like I've always wanted to be that way. Me so too. it's a positive influence. You wow. Know? So what I need is to date someone who's very organized, loves to work out, um, mm-hmm. and doesn't eat. That's an, yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, that's another thing. Like I never really exercised and now he's like super into fitness. So I have like a gym membership and I go like three times a week and I feel like healthier. Damn, you traded up. What, what does he get out of this? Besides you're amazing and you're beautiful and like you're, I'm sure you're fantastic, but like what qualities of yours do you think he's, he's like learning off of? I think, I think he's learning how, that's a really good question. Shit, um, sorry. You're no, like, no, fuck. No. I'm like, what are my, what am qualities? I doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but I'm sure he was, if he was sitting with his buddies and, and guys ever actually talked about feelings, they would probably, he yeah. would probably say like, oh man, she brings out the whatever in me. Like, I wonder yeah, what. Yeah, well, I will say like, we're both very goofy and we're always laughing. So I think that's a good Aww. thing. Like it's always an uplifting fun experience to be together i love this yeah you would love him he's so funny he's you're giving me hope yes and he's nice he's so sweet and he's good and bad she's nodding just so you guys know (laughs) just so you know that wasn't her thinking it was was her nodding she nodded wow see because i find that for me when they're really nice i i have trouble getting off with them truly really? but recently this guy I was dating is very nice and I, I could get off with him so it gave me a little hope well he's also really handsome and and older too so he's more experienced which mm. makes it a lot better than any person in their 20s that I've been with literally every single person has been less great than him in bed mm-hmm. wow yeah see now I I will say that I recently hooked up with a guy in his 20s yeah. I've only hooked up with a few guys in their 20s. I had a rebound hookup. 
oh, man. the other day. I guess it wasn't really a rebound because I technically wasn't really with. Like, the guy I've been seeing, we weren't exclusive, but it was getting, like, so... We talked so much. It was very consistent. Exactly. So it got to that place where, basically, I was like, I can't just be like... I can't keep this as casual as you want it. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. casual. Like, I'm a pretty open chick. Like, if I'm dating a guy and he hooks up occasionally with, like, a fan, a little, I'm actually okay with that. I'm not, like... I I just know it's going to happen, so I don't care. But... I, I get weird about the other stuff. Like, I don't want you, like, taking some girl, like, to a football game and, like, taking her to dinner after and letting her sleep over. Like, don't that. Don't do cute shit. Yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. Don't, don't do don't do stuff that where your heart has to be invested I don't in want it. you to know her. <laughs> she has to be a stranger. She has to be a rando. That's it. You can't yeah. even be texting with her afterwards. Like, if I find out you're texting me, like, night-night baby kissy face and then sending the same text to, to three a girls. different bitch, yeah. Done. Done. Right. Yeah. Adios. So that's where this got. So then I was really kind of down about it. I was bummed because I just like, I invested all these months. I like this guy. And then there's this other guy. I never hook up with guys that I haven't known for a while. I just can't. I've had like one one night stand. Like it's just not in my nature for whatever reason. Right. I wish it was, but I just can't do it. You wish you could just do it and not care. I know I'm the same way. Like I get so attached. I can do it and not care if... I know them for a little while and then we decide that's what we're going to do. It like, it's hard to explain. I have a couple guys I can hit up to hook up if I'm right. really in the mood and I won't have feelings. You have your like little mini Rolodex. I like do. Your, yeah. I call it they, the Rolodex. There you go. The Rolodex. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, but it's like a, it's a mutual agreement where exactly. you know that you're each other's like fallback hookup. That's it. Yeah. That's what I need. But if there's any pretense of like, you like me and we're dating, I get, I can't do it then. Yeah. Right? But there's a guy, we were talking for a while online, kind of like what you're saying. And then we met in person a couple times, but very quick in passing, like just kind of like a, hey, what's up at parties or whatever. And then the other night I ran into him and we ended up having a couple drinks and it turned out we have like crazy chemistry. But then what was great was, and I respect this so much when guys do this, what was great was he was like, Hey, before, cause we kind of started making out and he was like, Hey, before anything happens, just so you know, like, this is my situation. I'm not looking for anything. I'm super busy with what I have going. So just don't, don't want you to expect no anything. expectations. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not a big texter. I mean, he put it all out there to the point where I go, he must've made some bitches crazy enough to where he's like now mourning everyone. Yeah. Yeah. So he told me all that. And I was like, okay i'm like well i don't really hook up with random so let's just make out so we are, so we start making out and then i purposely that night i purposely that night knew i might run into this guy and didn't want to be tempted to fuck him so i didn't shave which i always always shave yeah i was like i'm not gonna shave you know the thing girls do yeah so you're like okay i'm i'm off limits tonight and yeah, i know it that's it mm-hmm. so we start making out one thing leads to another and the bar closes. It's late. He's like, let's just go back to your place and have more oh drinks. And I fuck. go, um, okay, but just so you know, I'm not going to fuck you. I like told him, but yeah. you can come over if you want. He's like, okay. We get back here. And still in my head, I'm like, I can't fuck him because I didn't shave. I'm like crazy. I will not fuck a guy if I haven't shaved, period. Well, that's like a nice, if, if that's your preference, that's a really nice way to like keep yourself safe and protected. Exactly. But then... We got back here and we kept drinking. And, and then, then before like, I knew I it, fuck I him. wanted to fuck him. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, 
I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. Be right back. And you shaved so fast, like so fast. I cut myself like three times. Okay, so now it's hilarious. I'm doing like a camp style bathroom shave. Yeah, I've cut myself. I'm bleeding. I'm like, I can't go back out because now I'm bleeding. He's gonna know I just shaved. It's gonna be so weird. Then he's like, Hey, are you okay? Because now I've been there like ten minutes. He probably thinks I'm taking like the world's longest shit. right? Right. So then I'm like, Oh yeah, you know, I got something in my eye. Just give me a few minutes. He's like, Okay hilarious now i'm in there forever i'm trying to like blot up blood i'm like putting lotion on to try to like seal the wounds like it's so bad yeah and then finally i'm like fuck it he's not even gonna know i'll just turn all the lights out it'll be dark so um i was like hey i have an idea go in my room and turn out the lights i like sent him in there so he did and then i came in and i just never turned the lights on so he'd never know and then we did we ended up hooking up yeah and here's the point i never do this it was the best sex I've had since I dated. There was a guy I dated that I talked about on here that was like, the sex was so mind blowing. I could not fucking, I could not stop fucking him. I was like so hooked. Right. It was that good. And it reminded me that like, I, I can have amazing sex with someone I don't care about. Definitely. I know, but I never think I can. Yeah. It, that, that is kind of like a mind fuck because you, you like, if you are the kind of person that's like, can get super attached you're like oh i'll only feel this amazing with somebody that i have like a full you know relationship or like rapport with but it is possible like yeah it was amazing oh yeah oh so good and then and then he even- it's almost like you like l- put it all out there because you're like well i might not even talk to this person again so i might as well just like go wild exactly it was so fun and then he and then he stayed over which i hate but he didn't have anywhere to go really i don't like i don't like guys to spend the night yeah you know, know. But then he stayed over but then he was like all cuddly and stuff and Oof. then normally i don't like guys to cuddle me that i don't like yeah but in this one time i don't know why just kind of nice you're like into it yeah yeah and then the next day he bought me coffee and then he took off and then he texted me just once good time and then that was it and i was like this is perfect you know what looped me into my boyfriend is like is the like okay so we did hook up like after the first date you did yeah Ah! i was the one because i was like again i thought he was kind of like coming on a little strong and like so positive on the first date i was like I'm probably never going to see him again, so I might as well just, like, like whatever. That's so funny. So I looped him in, and he was, like, he was trying to be a gentleman, too. Like, we talk about it and joke about it now, but he was, like, trying to be a gentleman and was, like, hey, why don't we get a drink somewhere else? And I was, like, actually, I've got a bar cart at my house. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you come back to my bar cart? Shut up. So we go back to my house, and then we wind up hooking up, and then the next day... I was like, you know, I, and I really did. I had like some really important auditions and like self tapes to do that week. And I was like, listen, this week I'm slammed. Like I have so much going on. Like, please don't try to hang out with me because I'm like really busy. I like, you told him that right after the hookup. Well, the next morning, like when he, after I made a breakfast, I made a breakfast. You made him breakfast. I did. Wow. Cause I had a really nice kitchen. No was, wonder like, he nice committed. House. Yeah. You fucked him and cooked for him. And I made him like, yeah, like a spinach omelet with like fruit on That's the side. That's where I've gone wrong. Yeah, to make him breakfast. I can't. The like only food interested. here is tequila. There's <laughs> <laughs> no, literally no food tequila in here. Tequila and a can of green beans. I have popcorn and Pop- salsa. And popcorn That's and it. salsa. <laughs> That's what's in my house right now. Tequila, popcorn, salsa, maybe a little bit of weed. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I feel like you could make a breakfast out of that somehow, you know? <laughs> weed. I think actually I could. If I just had eggs, I could make like a weed omelet. Yeah, totally. With the salsa. Yeah. Yeah, that's taking care I'll of get your, some eggs. your uh, hookup for sure. Yeah. But I, um, yeah, I, I made him some eggs. And then as he was like walking out my door, I was like, hey, like I'm busy this week, but so much fun. Again, I was like, great sex, never going to see him again, you know? Yeah. I told my roommates that. Yeah. And then... And then he texted me that Friday at five o'clock and was like, cause this was like on a Saturday night into Sunday, right? The, fo- the following Friday at five o'clock, he was like, Hey, how'd all your auditions go this week? And I was like, he listened and he did not text me all week. And he waited till Friday at 5 PM to text me. And then wow. I went on a the second date with him. And then I was like, Oh, this is like for real. I'm, I'm into this. So once you realized you were into him, because my problem is this, I'm never that into them at the beginning. I'm really not. Even if I've gone on great first dates, but still afterwards, I just, I don't know. It takes me a while to, I also like have a huge wall up and I'm scared of getting hurt. You got shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. Let's blame it on that. Yeah. (laughs) Let's blame it on that and not my psychosis. Yeah. But, uh. But so I always push guys away at the beginning, which is what makes them come for you. But then the minute I decide to give in and show some affection, they always start the fucking game where they pull back. And then, yeah, and I'm so tired of that. So did that happen with you guys at all? Well, what I loved the most is that we were clearly like both into each other. And I think he had like some other people like in his Rolodex or whatever that kind of had to like let down easy or whatever because we like we instantly knew that there was a connection and we wanted to be together like for real for real it wasn't like oh that we're gonna hook up for a while we're like wait we like get along so much and we're wow it was yeah it was really crazy I don't know I know it's exciting but it's a fairy tale you should write a rom-com I should I should but you need a disaster moment first and there needs to be a disaster moment has there been any major incidents fights disasters fallouts mini breakups anything truthfully we don't fight which is so weird to say like every time we're always laughing so like anytime we go to like i know your face right now you're like, i'm just shocked because this floor. is la you guys like this doesn't happen it doesn't happen it really and doesn't. you're both in show business this is wrong well and he wrote me and, <laughs> just, i'm then, angry this is wrong is, he's like he's getting back into show business so he was like he like developed as a normal person for a long time like he was a child actor and then he went and he did like other things timeshare and like sales stuff for a long time and like lived in orange county yeah like with titty bitches and stuff like orange (laughs) county people and so then he came back to la and is like getting reintroduced to the business or whatever and i was like perfect i'm obsessed with my career let me show you like the ropes let me like help you you know like he also had an android when i met him i have an android yeah well i like your but Android. I have a Google Pixel. It looks, but that's like a nice Android. I'm he obsessed has like, with um, it. Like not a good Android. Oh, he had like a track phone. It was like <laughs> one of the ones where the text, he sent me like two paragraphs and it was seven texts all out of order. Oh no. Oh my God. That reminds me. Do you want to hear the weirdest shit? This is nuts. Yeah. So I'm, I get crazy when I have to end it with a guy that I really like. I admit it. This has only happened three times that I go to like crazy town, but I do. But I when I have to end it with a guy that I feel like has 
somehow led me on or tricked me in some way, I get so mad. When you feel deceived. Yeah. And then I start like barraging them with texts. But then I'm a nice person and I'm also reasonable. So then when I start to see the other side, then I kind of will come back. So I'll basically be like, don't ever text me again. Fuck you. Then an hour later, I'll be like, you know what? Maybe I'm overreacting. Then they'll say something else. And I'll be like, no, you are a piece of shit. Like I'll go so back and forth. Nice. So yeah, it's really bad. My therapist says to stop. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, um, so this guy that I've been trying to stop seeing, I've been trying to stop seeing this guy for a while. Right. So this guy, I finally, I was like, I'm blocking his number because I don't know what else to do. I'm blocking it more for myself. Right. So I don't text him. So I blocked his number. And then he basically like messaged me somewhere else was like, we don't need to be so drastic. I'm like, maybe he's right. So I unblocked his number. So then I was like, all right, let's just not talk, but you know, we'll be friends eventually, but let's just take a breather. Right. Then a couple days goes by and I get a message from him on Instagram and he says, like, I tried to text you, but it didn't go through. Just wanted to check in see how you are. Did you change your number? This is the thing. And then I looked and his number's not blocked. I don't have him blocked. I was like, I don't think I blocked you again. And he's not blocked. And then I was like, let me try to text him. And I tried to text him and it won't go through. It's like our phones know that, that we shouldn't be talking. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, it's so crazy. So like I can DM him and I can like WhatsApp him. I can talk to him. But if I try to text him, it won't go through and and vice versa. So it's like the and I like looked on Verizon to see like no one knows what's going on, but what I do know is I believe in like fate and I think this is the universe telling you to stop cut it out. Yeah. 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 So now I'm like, "Oh, if I just blocked him on all my social media, it'd be just done. It'd be just done." Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's like but how weird is that? Well, that is very very weird. Right? But again, like I love your Android, but it could be the Android. Because sometimes they get weird. <laughs> but it's just him. Just him. Nobody, Nobody else. else is having this problem. I texted with people I know with Androids and iPhones to like double check and everything else. It tells me when it's delivered. Everything else says delivered. On his, it just leaves unsent. That's so wild. And same for him. How weird is that? Yeah, you shouldn't talk anymore. I know. That means it's over. It is over. I know. I just RIP. I'm kinda grateful. I'd just like to give a shout out to Verizon and Android and Thank you for not properly <laughs> delivering my messages. I'm so glad I don't have an iPhone. I'd probably still be fucking this guy. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah, totally. Hundred percent. Anyway, um yeah. I have a list of uh oh wait, before I get into the list, so before him. You were single for a whole year. Yeah. Did you go on any dates that year? I did. I, a lot of that, you know, I did hook up randomly, but like I did go on one or two dates maybe. That's it. But that's it. Like, yeah, I was just kind of, I was also just trying to get my own shit together. So it, and, and I was shooting the show. So I was Oh, you were like, so busy. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just, you know, so booked. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, but really though, were, I was though. like, it was, it was a busy summer and then I was bored like in the fall. So then like random hookups occurred, but I, I never really got into like dating cause I was like. It was such a whirlwind. I like ended my relationship in March and then booked Mad TV in May and then was like, oh, I'm doing this now. And then I wasn't doing that. And then I was like, what the fuck do I even do with myself? This and career is so strange because it's like when you're busy, there's no better way to get over someone in my experience. Anytime I've been dating a guy and then it's ended and I've been a little bummed, if I book a good gig, 
I'm just like, fuck this guy. Exactly. This is so much better. It really does like fulfill you on a whole other level. It's crazy. Yeah. And you know what was really insane? So again, I was with this guy for like five years and I was the one that initiated it to end. And so um, like we broke up and then I get the show and he and I was like seeing another guy at the time and that it like while I was shooting the show or whatever and he couldn't make it to the first live taping. So I had an extra ticket and then my ex texted me and was like, hey, I would love to support you. Like, do you have any tickets to the live taping? And I was like, well, if you want to come and see me kill it, like that's up to you, you know, like <laughs> so he shows up. And I was like, he literally like walked in as I was having like the PAs like running up to me being like, can we get you anything? Here's your dinner plate. And that's like, the best pro- feeling. And prosthetics being put on me. And like, and, and that was like the main issue in our relationship. Like I didn't feel like he was supportive of my dreams and my career and like how I had to freelance and like work odd gigs to get by, you know, I don't think he like respected that. So for him to like walk in and see me like getting the Royal, like, star of the show treatment you know it felt so fucking good it's kind of the best it really was the best and and then like my birthday was the next week or like shortly thereafter and he showed up and then he left like really quickly at the party and I was like hey is everything okay he's like it's just really hard to look at you as a friend he tried to get back with me because he was like I don't know it was just like really attractive that you were like up there on stage like killing it and I was like yeah, but also you missed your chance. We were together for five years, so. That's the best. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Guys always do come back. If you're a good chick, guys always come back. Every guy I've ever, even the ones I've gone psycho ballistic on, they always come back because once they breathe and they walk away and they date some other people and they realize like. How basic they are. Yeah, and how, like, I mean, even, like, my craziest crazy is over-texting. That's right. my crazy. I get mad. I send too many texts. But we're in L.A. There's some crazy-ass bitches That's what I'm here. saying. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. I meet guys who are like, oh, my God, this bitch broke into my house. This girl lit my oh car my on fire. This, Yeah. This guy I was just dating was like, I have women, I've had women breaking into my house. He's like, you're crazy. Is like. Well, that makes sense. I had a crazy roommate. Like, so I break up with this guy, and then I go live with this girl who was a fucking shit show. Like, she was so fucking crazy. Yeah. And she, there was this guy that she was seeing or whatever and she literally was like hey I think he's dating someone else do you want to get in my car and we're gonna drive to Pasadena and see if he's home with this girl and I was like yeah I'm not doing anything whatever I'll ride with you it is like, fun when you go along as a sidekick it on was these. it was really fun even though she was crazy and I but I also never actually thought I would die in a car except for that night because she was just fucking whipping across lanes like getting to this house and sure enough like a, he lived with his parents in fucking Pasadena or Glendale or wherever the fuck we were, and he had a girl over, and so we, like, saw her car and everything, and so she was, like, devastated. That would just suck, though. That's not fun. Yeah. I like to wait till I'm pretty much over them and then do something funny to fuck with them that just makes me feel happy, but, like, they but don't But there even... are those people that are in L.A. that are driving across town like we lived in hollywood and we drove all the way to pasadena just so she could see if there was a person it's crazy that's that shit to me is crazy and also i don't want to put myself through that kind of pain like i don't even look at i'm so one thing i'm really good about is i don't even look at guys social media like let's say i'm dating you super casually we just started hanging out i won't even go like my girlfriend's 
my girlfriends, if I even tell them the name of a guy I'm dating, like a guy, say I go on two dates with a guy, my girlfriends will pull him up, will investigate him so hard. They'll start sending me, my one girlfriend sent me like an arrest record for a guy from when he was like a teenager that was like sealed. I'm like, how'd you even get this? She's like, I, I have my ways. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I've got a guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't even look. I don't want to know. I I don't want to know, which is probably stupid because I have gone out with guys that I later found out like have assault records or something so you probably should look a little but then part of me is like eh but I like people to show me who they are and everyone's different with different people yeah I've been crazy with guys and then I've been chill as fuck with guys and it's like it depends on the guy yeah it depends on how you feel about the person for sure there was well I will say there was one guy that I was like seeing that just gave me the fucking creeps like he was so nice but so into me this was like in my single year right and he like he could we could not be more different like I have a very like manic energy right like I'm very energetic and everything and I feel like I'm gonna like burst yeah and he would like move like a sloth and there was nothing more aggravating than like watching him like creep around his room and like be so slow about every action (laughs) and like even like he would come to give me like a glass of water and he'd like put it down this slowly and I'd be like, you could just put it down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like I've never been more like irked by a person. It is weird. But he was so nice, but so creepy. It is weird when they're, because you want a guy to treat you like a princess, but you want him to do it when the time is right. After you're sure you like him, not before. Like I had a guy show up for a second date with flowers. That sounds like a really sweet gesture. And it would be if that was it. Like, let's say he showed up with flowers, and that was where the line was drawn, but then the rest of the night he was normal. But it would be like he would show up with flowers, then later in the date he'd be like, I wrote you this poem. What? Then later, this guy. Did I'm you not, save it? I'm not exaggerating. Oh my God, no, this guy wrote me a song. Okay, listen. Stop. And he wasn't. I've, I was, Have you talked about this on the podcast? No, yet? no. I was married to a musician, okay? A brilliant musician. And he would write songs about me sometimes, but it was different because it wasn't, wasn't like. Hey, this is how I'm going to court you by writing you songs. This guy, we went out like once or twice. And then like third date, he's like, I wrote this song for you. And then he played me a song. Where? At the restaurant? No, this was at his, I went to his apartment. Got it. But like we didn't even hook up yet. And he had written me a song. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to play you this song I wrote for you. And what were the lyrics, Kate? Well, here was the thing. This song was like, when he started playing it, I was like, he probably plays this song for every girl and says about them. So it wasn't anything that specific. It was like generic specific. as fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But then. Your eyes, your hair. Like everybody has eyes and hair. Right. Sure. Exactly. It, yeah. It was like the way you laugh, everyone laughs. The way you walk, everyone walks. Like the it was all that. Chipotle. Yeah. I love Chipotle, but like 95% of the population right. Exactly. So then, but he did, it was like every time I'd see him, he'd have flowers. He made me a mixtape. He made me a mixtape on a CD. And what year was this? This was not long. This was in the last few years. Someone made you a mixtape in the 2010s. He made me a mixtape of of songs that he said made me think, made him think of me. He also would like, he also would like buy me gifts like, we were not even together. He would be like, hey, I'm at this mall, and they have this store, and I think you'd like these shoes. What size are you? And then he'd, like, give me shoes that I would never wear in a billion years. It was like – and the thing is, he was – he would have been fine. Like, I was into him if he would have fucking just been normal. But all that shit, it was 
so much overwhelming and then i would tell my girlfriends though and they'd be like kate seriously you date all these dicks this guy's just being nice to you this is what nice guys do too nice there's there is a line to be drawn at too nice right like that's a good question though what's the line Someone just wrote me this question the other day. They said, do all women love assholes? Girls always say I'm too nice. I'll tell you the line. Let's talk about the line. When the creepy guy who I'm telling you about shows up to your show in New York when he lives in L.A. Okay, yeah, that's a line. But did he come just for your show? He was there visiting family, but he bought a ticket to my show. And you didn't know he was there? I... I only knew because I actually like, okay, so the great part about hooking up with him is that he's an editor and I really needed to edit some videos. And so I was like, hey, can I use your editing bay? And he was like busy for the night. So I just like, he gave me the keys to his apartment and I like used his editing bay. And then a notification popped up on his Mac that said, buy tickets to Carly's show. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Shut up. And I was like, I need to get out of here. So I like stopped editing and just left because I was like, Oh man, like this is he, his room's probably bugged. Like he he's for like sure watching me edit. So I That's was like, hilarious. I need to leave. And then, could you imagine if I hadn't seen that notification? Because during my show, I'm performing right, like a cabaret singing show, and the house is not very big. There were maybe a hundred people there. Yeah, and I saw him in the audience. Like, could you imagine if, <laughs> if I, you didn't know he was coming? If I didn't know he oh was my coming, God. and he just showed up. So then afterwards, I had to act like I was surprised that he was there, but I knew because I had seen the notification on his computer. But okay, still, that's super like, creepy. That is super creepy. It was like nice, but so too nice. Come on, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's a little weird. It's like there got there. What is the line people are asking? So we need to figure this out because for the guys out there, like you do want to be nice. Okay, so that's the question. I want to talk about what is too nice. Because guys get so confused. And to be fair to them, like every guy thinks that women love assholes. And in some ways we do. Because when guys are too nice, we get turned off. But what is like the line for real? Like where should they stop being too nice? Well, I will say what I did love, which was pretty nice. But I also appreciated it. Is that with my current boyfriend, Josh, like when we hooked up after the third date, he was like, I like... We clearly want to spend a lot of time together, so let's not be afraid to, like, text each other heart emojis and be, like... <laughs> let's not be afraid. Let's not be afraid. It's Have true, no though. Fear. It's it, true, though. Yeah, I appreciated that open communication because then I expected the niceness. I wasn't thrown off by the how creepy it could be. You know what? That's really sweet for a guy to just be like, let's just be real with our feelings because, like, you know, sometimes, like... They say you should never tell a guy I miss you till he says I miss you. But sometimes mm. I miss him. And then I want to say I miss him. But then you can't because you don't want to, like, freak him out. And there's something really nice about just – I mean, I say this all the time and it's, like, redundant. But here's the thing. It's not about being too nice or not nice, guys. It's about this. Make your words match your actions. A hundred percent. That's it. Yeah. Because, like – so often my guy friends will tell me they'll go don't listen to anything a guy says only pay attention to his actions Mm -hmm. so that's what i got used to doing and it's true because a lot of guys will be like you know it's like guys that's really good advice yeah gave you that advice a guy and he was like don't ever tell anyone i told you this because every guy this is the guy code this is guy code women are verbal men are about action period so if a guy says i love you so much baby you mean the world to me goes out and cheats on you five times you go but he loves me. He tells me he loves me. He's going to, he'll stop. He's going to, women hear the words. Guys know that. So they know what to say. 
then they can do whatever they want. I love that you said, he said, don't tell anybody this. And you're he saying did. it on your podcast. Well, no, he said, don't tell anybody who he is. Oh, he's like, great. don't tell anyone I told yeah, you yeah. this. But he, this is- he outed everybody else. He did. So he's like, here's the thing, Kate. Only pay attention to their actions. He goes, he goes, do you know how easy it is for a dude to text? This is what he said to me. He goes, I can lay in bed at night and text seven girls the same sappy bullshit. And it doesn't mean more to me to Samantha or Joanna or whoever the fuck it is. He goes, but the one that I say, what are you doing Monday night is the one that I want to see. Mm-hmm. That's it. It's the action of taking somebody up. Yeah. So action steps. So I started to listen only to action. That's a great, that's really great advice. Whoever that person is. It's great advice. Props to them. Then here's what happened. I started to listen to <laughs> only action. And then I started dating a guy who says, I don't want a relationship but acts like we're in a relationship. So then so I got it's fucked fucking up. with you. Yeah. So now I go, okay, <laughs> this is the new rule. Be nice. We like you to be nice, but be genuine. So if you don't mean it, like if you don't want a girlfriend, act like you don't want a girlfriend. If you don't want a girlfriend, don't text me heart emojis and kissy emojis and I miss you babies. Don't. Just if you don't want a girlfriend, only text when you want to hang Never ask in between, like, how's your day? How's your whatever? Girls think that means something. Just don't. Well, that's the thing where communication is so important. Like, if you... That's basically what it comes down to. Like, just be fucking upfront. Like, just say say exactly what you mean and follow through with that. Like, I guess the saying is, like, the fortune is in the follow through. Like, if you do say words, then follow through with that. So if you say, I don't run a relationship, then don't fucking ask me don't take me out to dinner and don't be doing like relationship bullshit if you don't want a relationship this guy keeps saying to me he goes you know you're just not used to guys being nice to you that you're having sex with and I'm like no that's not the truth they are nice to me when we're together but they don't need to put in all the work of like how are you every day if we're not together that's how I keep it in my head I keep it separate that it's not gonna have a future but there is something else about being too nice and this is a thing it's not that women like assholes women like guys that are a little we like guys to like flirty text us a little dirty text us a little make us feel sexy bring out like a little you know edgy side of us you can do that and still be a nice guy 100 percent. a lot of nice guys i think are afraid like I don't want to ask her for a dirty photo or say or make her think I only want to fuck her because I don't want her to think I'm not a good guy. So right. then you go totally the opposite way and then we friend zone you because you're like gay to us because you're not being sexual at all. Right, right. So there's got to be some in between. I actually, I will be, I will be honest with you. I have never once received a dick pic in my life. How is that possible? I know. I'm so jealous. I know. I don't want dick pics. I've li- I would like to think, am I the first guest maybe that hasn't received a dick pic? The Do you first know? one with a vagina for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think most guys have at this point. I know. I, I've never asked for them, right? Like, I don't know. I've just never like felt compelled to ask. But I guess I was in a relationship for five years, like from college and then after college. And then I had my single year. But even in the single year, they were like one-off hookups that we didn't really like nothing really came out or like panned out i don't like dick pics and i don't actually i only really get dick pics from strangers i don't get dick pics from guys i date do dick pics make you horny though no no one no yeah, girl wants one saying. like no. why no we talked about this before a little but like guys we don't care about your dick that much like don't get me wrong 
if you have a great dick and we're already dating you and then you pull your dick out and it's great bonus that's a bonus but like no girl ever has her mind changed by the dick the truth is my mind change comes from like the texture of the penis like once i'm feeling touching it i agree you know what i mean i totally agree and like the cleanliness the hairiness there are other factors exactly how it smells like yeah. there's all sorts of factors totally agree with you so just the visual of the dick is kind of does nothing no Guys do not get that. The only thing I can equate it to is this. I think a guy might get this. Most guys I know would prefer like a really sexy photo that leaves a little something to the imagination versus like a full on, just like a pussy shot or like a totally naked. Most guys I know get more turned on. Like I've done shoots for like, you know, Playboy TV and stuff where it's like really sexy, but not nude. Right. Most guys I know are more into that than, like, if I would send them a nude photo. Of course. It's the same thing with women. Like, we would much rather you flirt with us. It's, like, the fun Let me see the dick V. Let me see, like, the V V going into your, like, pants or your boxer briefs or whatever. I like like gym shots if you're hot. Yeah. Like, a shirtless photo, like, right after the gym. Or, like, that's way hotter to me. Don't show me your penis. No, we don't need that. We don't need that. But, like, you can... Like, if I hook up with a guy, if I'm hooking up with a guy, I love for him to, like, every once in a while just text me, like, something sexy, flirty. Like, I don't mean a photo. I even mean just, like, something that reminds me of the other night or whatever. Right. So you can can be that guy but still also be the guy that's, like, and also, how is your audition? You can be both. Guys have to feel like they have to be one or the other. Mm -mm. So be both. And then you're not going to be too nice, you know? Exactly. And I don't know. Maybe show up on a motorcycle every once in a while. I don't fucking know. I don't know what. <laughs> may- <laughs> but here's what I do know, and this is what I want to leave this on before I ask you the last question, which is your worst date ever. Oh which man, you think about. But I will say, just uh, for the women too, we need to be more real with ourselves mm-hmm. and honest because guys do tell us sometimes I don't want a girlfriend, and then they and this is my fault. Like, and then they act like that you are their girlfriend, but whatever, if they're saying they don't want one, they don't want one. And we also, as women need to go, okay, he's not going to change and move on because women always are like, eventually he'll, he'll, he'll change. Come around. He'll come Yeah. They don't fucking come around. Wait for the guy that's like going to chase you. That's my new thing. Yeah. I'm like, if you're not going to chase me, if you don't see that I'm awesome, <laughs> Fuck someone exactly. else. Yeah. Fuck. I actually said to a guy the other day that I was sleeping with, he asked me if guys block my number a lot because I was, this is the guy who was like blowing up his phone. Oh, right. He said, you guys block your number a lot. And I said, a couple guys have, but they always come back within a day because, well, you fucked me. You know how great it is. That's what I said to him. Yes. And he was like, I guess I can't argue. I feel like if you could have that level of confidence in all manners of dealing with men, that's what you gotta have. You have to just own your shit. That's it. Honestly, that's probably like the sexiest thing to any dude is somebody that is confident and isn't like, you know, you don't, well, like, you're gonna call me, right? Like, nobody wants that. So you just have to be like, listen, I put it the fuck down. You like it? Great. If not, then goodbye. Let them go, too. But if you don't, then you're fucking lost. Let them go. Because whenever you let them go and then they date some basic bitches, like you're saying, then they're like, oh, my God, I'm a fucking idiot. They always come back. My five-year ex is dating some busted, busted (laughs) bitches. I met someone. I met someone who was dating my ex who was like, okay, this is going to sound mean. I don't want to be mean. Let's just say. I don't want to be mean either. Let's just say not even remotely 
on the same level. Right. I don't want to be mean either, so but, the, but, but at the same time, like you value yourself highly, you know, and then like you look at other people and you're like, what do they even fucking talk about? Like they must have the most basic conversation. But then I look at that girl and I go, oh, that's what he wanted. Someone not that smart with no real ambition. Exactly. Who's like just, you know, not going to hold him to any standard. So if that's what they want, have yeah, I was like, it. oh, great. Like you can totally be with someone who doesn't have dreams. <laughs> We're so I love you. <laughs> I love Why, you too. How have we not met until now? By the way, this is really our first time hanging out. Which I know. Is the best part of this, the best, like a great first date. Amazing. All right, we got to go. Um, do you have a horrendous date fail, like the worst date ever? To be completely honest, there hasn't been like a horrific, awful date fail before. Like nothing, because again, I had like the one single year, right? Right. Um, but I will say, like. I I did go on a date like in that single year where the guy was very, very full of himself and talked about himself the entire time and like would kind of ask me about me, but then it always came back to him and I could not stand it at all. Gross. Maybe because I'm also a little self-centered. So I was like, but isn't this about me? You know, at the end of the day, got a free meal out of it. I can't complain. Like the food was (laughs) great. You can still complain. Yeah. And then afterwards, he said, may I kiss you? Oh, if you have to ask, you shouldn't do it. It's just like masturbating. I know. If you have to ask, (laughs) it's not a good plan for you. He was nice, but also very self-centered. But Um, that's a good rule of of first dates is make sure at least 50% of the conversation is about the other person it's life is all about balance it really is same thing with dates also if it's going really badly there's no shame 10 15 minutes in that happened to me once i was out with a guy and like 15 minutes in this is hilarious actually i've never told this i was at a bar with a guy wasn't feeling it 15 20 minutes in i don't know how far in it was zach efron walked in (gasps) and wait that's my biggest celebrity crush dude he is he was never mine i mean never i was like always like i don't get it then i saw him in person i was like holy holy fuck. fuck this was a while ago and he walks in the bar and he was with another guy and i could see him checking me out like over and over like i could see we were kept making eye contact and finally i said to the guy i was with you know zach efron's over there no i just said i don't really see that's really going anywhere i feel bad i just i don't want to waste your time and i have an early audition tomorrow so i'm gonna get out of here it was really nice to meet you and I left, and then I waited outside for him to leave, and then I went back in to flirt with Zac Efron. And how did that go? <laughs> we talked a little bit and stuff, but then, like, I don't know, we were drinking, and then one of my girlfriends showed up, and yeah. then he started talking to us. So it never Distance. really went anywhere. But Maybe I mean, that's your soulmate, Kate. Maybe Zach is my soulmate. Zach, if you're listening, he I should, was, he was tweet drawn this to you. Him. Let's be honest. He was the one that was looking at you He first. was looking at me. And actually, I'm really the one that kind of walked away. Because I walked away with my girlfriend. And then she just broke up with someone. And then we started, I don't know, we got a little drunk. And then I think I lost track of him. I wasn't even that into him. At that time, I wasn't really like... I don't know. I was kind of in my single moment, too. Mm-hmm. I was, like, going on dates for no reason. But, yeah. But that's so funny. That was the only time I ever was just like, this isn't going to work out. And I just stopped to flirt with Zac I'm Efron. predicting it right now. Kate quickly is ending up with Zac Efron, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If anyone wants to make that happen, uh, if you know him, feel if free. If you can facilitate that, if you can invite him to the Laugh Factory one night. That would oh, be God, like- no. He can't see me perform. That'll ruin everything. Let's just leave it at, we'll have drinks. <laughs> Once they see me on stage, like, this bitch is a psycho. You'll play tennis. And it's all over. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for you. You were amazing. So um, fun. 
Uh, Carly Craig, everyone, follow her at Carly Craig, C-A-R-L-I-E Craig, and uh, make sure you check out her one-woman show in Burbank in January. And you got, I know you're doing stand-up now, so they can see all your stand-up dates on your Instagram. Yeah, or come to my website, CarlyCraig.com. Boom! And guys, you know you can follow me at Kate Q Funny. Check out my Patreon, patreon.com backslash Kate Q Funny. And I've got Reno Laugh Factory coming up November 28th and 29th. And then, uh, I don't know, I have a bunch of gigs in December. I'll keep you posted. I love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye! Bye.